she managed to grab him when he was watching Banyana Banyana and Botswana there at the at, at, at the Vet Sports Stadium and he was able to put in a few questions but Velile Mnyando was able to sit down with him and ask a couple of more questions so we're going to play a bit of that interview and then we'll speak to Velile to get his thoughts on what Dr. Danny Jordana is there to say and where we are as far as the search for a new Bafana Bafana coach is concerned. The, the, because the NSC took the decision so the NSC mm. felt that maybe well, the coach because he didn't qualify, or was it a matter of these are things that were affected in his contract? Well, the, the, the fact of the matter is the technical committee makes a recommendation to the NEC. The NEC hires and fires. It's not the first time that the SAFA NEC fires a coach, as you know. Um, and what we then expect is for the technical committee to give maximum time whoever that new coach is. And therefore you cannot have a period of uncertainty, dragging, uh, is the coach going, is the coach staying, uh, and you like those headlines. Will he jump, uh, will he be pushed, all of those things. Uh, those are media jargon. So the NEC was decisive to say we must give maximum time to the new coach. And therefore we have to to take a decision, ask the technical committee to immediately start the search, um, and they took more time that we that we had hoped for. We wanted immediately to have the coach, and he must get on to the business of showing the nation uh, insight into his plan for qualification and the players that he will be relying on. Uh, we cannot tell the nation those uh, it's a technical matter that uh, the coach must speak and address the, to the nation on these issues. As an old hand in this space, what kind of a coach would, would inspire confidence? No, I think that uh, uh, from a policy standpoint there are clear criteria, but these are matters that the technical committee must speak to you. What is it that they considered? Uh, who are the people they consider? I, together with you reading the paper, uh, every time there's a new list, there's a new person, uh, there are many uh, coaches mentioned, I must just sit and wait until we get the recommendations from the technical committee. We then take it to the NEC, we'll immediately call an NEC meeting uh, and bring the thing to an end. Do you have a timeline in terms of you know, of course, uh, the technical committee met last week already on Tuesday and then we set an NEC meeting on that Friday because we wanted to close this matter so that we can get on to focusing on the 2022 World Cup qualification. The technical committee said, well, they were overwhelmed. They did not expect such huge interest of coaches all over the world who some send CVs, others uh, emails, uh, they're all interested. Uh, and therefore they said, look, we need more time. Uh, I think they were thinking of left one or two or three coaches. Uh, the whole world want to coach Pafana, but it is for them to find the right coach uh, given uh, the matters they considered. I, I will get a full report and the NEC will get a full report and then the NEC will take a final decision. Oh, okay. 
Maybe, maybe for next week. Uh, as soon as we get uh, the full report, we'll then convene the NEC. And then uh, that will bring the end and the beginning of the new path. Uh, but we want to look at 2002 and 2006, uh, 2020, 2022 and 2026. And you know, of course, in 2026, uh, Africa will have nine places. Uh, and so if we can get to 2022, we'll definitely be there in 2026. And after that, South Africa should be in every World Cup. That is where we are moving to. And the reason for that is that we've been to the Rio Olympics. We are going to the Tokyo Olympics. And we have 65 players in Europe. And out of the 65 players, only one player was released for this uh, match against Sudan and, and Ghana. What about these 64 other players? That's why I'm saying that you cannot conclude uh, on this non-qualification, how bitter it may have been, and it was, huge disappointment. However, uh, people must just understand, we couldn't get the players. Just a quick cricket score update from the IPL. Delhi Capitals on 121 for four now, chasing 138 to beat Mumbai. So they are in the 18th over, so they need another 17 from 14 balls. There's going down to the wire there in Chennai, Chapter 2. But let's go back now to, let's speak to the man that spoke to SAFA President Dr. Denny Jordan, Velila Mnyandu, SABC Sports Senior Reporter, joins us on the line. Good evening, Velila. Thanks for speaking to us tonight. Uh, good evening, Tabiso, and also to uh, SFM listeners. Thank you. I've, I've, well, we were able to listen to most of the interview that we did. We just couldn't play all, all, all of it because it was quite long. But you asked some very pertinent questions. There are critical questions, as they say, in politics. Were you satisfied with the response or the responses that you received from the president of SAFA when you paid him a visit? No, not entirely. Um, not entirely. And... Uh, and, um, and, I, and, I, and I think it's, 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 it's also... To, to be expected um, why some of these questions uh, were not answered to my satisfaction. Um, because if, if, for instance, you look at uh, the issue of the coach search for Mafana, and everything is being pointed to the technical committee, uh, and, and also having spoken to one or two members of the technical committee, uh, the impression at first was that, uh, in fact, this is what I got from one um technical committee member that they've um the majority of them they've decided that they want a local coach you know uh, but I, I knew that there was going to be an issue with uh, especially with the choice of a uh, coach pito uh, because coach pito um i think we've said it um on many occasions before that uh, um under the current regime he will never come back to coach mafana um, because he's always felt that in 2012, um, most of the people who are there now, they were the ones who let him go, you know. Uh, so, so, it, but I, I just felt that maybe, I don't know, maybe it is, there's a disjunction between what the technical committee is doing and the expectation um, of the people who hire and fire, as you heard him say, you know, because the, the technical committee only recommends. And now you look at uh, the names which are left. There's a single local coach there. 
So are you saying that we we actually spoke to the technical committee last week and they said there is no way that the NEC can overrule them. Is is the, is that possible? Can we find a situation where we have a coach that was not recommended by the technical committee? Uh, no, no, no. That's why. That's why I was laughing. Because uh, when, when <laughs> it's happened before. <laughs> no, it's happened before. It's happened before, Tavi. So I remember, and this is not something just from from just now, mm. from long time ago. You know, I remember doing an interview with Brajay Chomosono, uh, and remember at some stage he was also the chairperson of the technical committee, and he he also said the same thing. He said, you know, um, they would recommend a coach, and then uh, the people at the top they will do something totally different. So that culture um, has, has continued, um, you know. But I think I, I, I think for me, um, the sooner we get a coach, the better, uh, because I feel that sometimes we tend to politicize this process um, of getting the coach. Remember, uh, especially with Coach uh, Shakes, Coach Shakes left in November, and he was only replaced in May, May or April. Just before um, a crucial Afcon qualifier uh, against Nigeria, fortunately we won that game. You know, so 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 so. But this this one we can't afford because we have uh, Zimbabwe and Ghana waiting. Um, so at least now it's all pointing to to that um, by by the end of this week, um, Saturday it is uh, a new coach will be will be announced. So where will that new coach come from then? Uh, who, who, who do you understand or who, who, what, what do you gather about the, the, the shortlist? Uh, I, I think uh, it's clear now um, that the, the three leading candidates, uh, it's uh, Carlos Quiroz, uh, former Bafana Bafana coach. Uh, you'll recall that the last time we qualified, underline qualify, not host, mm. um, qualified to play in the World Cup, uh, he's the man who qualified us to the World Cup in 2002 um, in uh, South Korea and Japan, even though he didn't take us to, the, to that World Cup. Mm. And, and uh, also, Javier Rinat is also another name there, and uh, Hugo Bros. So when you look at the three uh, candidates, uh, you will see that Javier Rinat is currently tied up with uh, Saudi Arabia, mm. and they've started well uh, in the World Cup qualifiers. And, um, I mean, just last year, I think he was reported to be on a hundred thousand USD uh, salary a month, uh, that's close to just over half, one and a half million rands a month. Uh, and, and and I think also it was also reported last year that he took a salary cut uh, to 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 help with uh, the, the COVID um, challenges that they were they were having in that country. And you look on the side of Hugo Bruce. Hugo Bruce. Uh, ever since he left Cameroon, he has not really coached any country. Uh, he had a stint. And his former club, uh, KVU Ostende, as a technical director, and also he was a caretaker coach. And other than that, uh, he hasn't really um, been tied up. And and and, and also, I, I see that um, uh, last week he was also linked to the vacant job of the DRC national team, the Leopards, as well. Yeah. So, which becomes clear that uh, the outright uh, favorite here is Carlos Quiroz. Um, is currently not tied up uh, to any country uh, after having been um, fired by Colombia um, last year. So, so you can see, um, Tabiso, that um, 
and and, and from what I gathered also uh, late last week that uh, he is the favorite and the fact that uh, unlike the time the previous times when um, Safa wanted him um, to replace uh, Sheikh Mashaba I think that was in 20, 2018 Mm-hmm. Uh, if, 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 I, if I remember very well, uh, so so this time around is not tied up, and uh, it's clear that the, he's the man the bosses are looking for. But is he the man the technical committee wants? Well, the technical committee now these are the names who are told uh, that they've had to consider. So. Uh, there's no mention now of the local coach. <laughs> okay, let's take a break, Valile. We'll continue after this break, and you can send us your voice notes if you're listening and you want to join the conversation. You can send them to 061-4104-107. Tabiso Musiya on SAFM. Evening, dear member Tulanya from Lado. Can you please uh, ask the guest, uh, Mr. Mnyandu, on Safa, do they now have a budget to pay $2 million for the coach or... It was a scam when they hired uh, Coach Mulifensig that they don't have money. SFM Ms. Maria April from Springbok in Nam. Good evening, Tabiso and SFM Sports. I mean, on the New York done. I really, I really got, I really got angry when I heard him talk about uh, grassroots or on the ground. I mean, uh, I was in Soshanguve, and uh, there there was this granny who was running a team. You know, because you coach, you are an owner, you are a manager, you are everything. And I got to talk to her, and she told me how she has to pay for transportation, for food, for kit, for everything out of a Sasa grant. I mean, it was such a sad story to listen to. I was sad to hear it, but now for Safa, for Danny to pretend that he's, he's supporting the grassroots football, I mean, that's 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 a blatant lie. And on, on this issue of a coach, I would have thought that those technical committee or whoever, they've got an, a clear idea of what they are looking for. I would think that you first analyze your situation and you identify the people that you feel are better suited to fix your problems, technically speaking. Now for them to say they are accepting CVs from over the world, all over the world, as if it's a job, for the, it's, a, it's, a, it's a municipal job or something like that, it just goes to show that they don't really know what they are doing. It's really regrettable. We're gonna hear of a vision this, vision that, and we're gonna go back to the same place we are now. Good evening, Tavis. I think this whole selection panel is a joke. Um, they should have at least started cleaning up all the top management of Saka. Then after that, uh, we could at least manage to get the right coach. Because from what I can see, it's all about who knows who. So it's just going to be a total another failure. So if they don't give the public the opinion of choosing the right coach, we've got suitable people that can manage the, 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 the squad, you know, the, 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 the team. Yeah, no, loud and clear. And 
I, I, I do agree with some of the voice notes, if not all of the voice notes here, because a technical committee was put in place to look for the new coach. And uh, we did ask them last week, what is the criteria? And it wasn't really clear what exactly they were looking for. They even said to me that if I've got a name, actually, I must also submit. And they said that, I promise you, we played that interview here. And they said that they're seeing names on social media. And they're also going to consider all those names that they're see- seeing on social media. because. And then that's when they said they they have up to 200 applications. So, Velile Tulani wanted to ask about the budget then if, if if they seem to be going for these high profile coaches is money not an issue anymore yeah no i think uh, it's already been said by both the ceo um uh, advocate mutlante and also the president uh, dr dan that uh, they don't have a limit um when it comes to <laughs> the appointment um of this new coach they said uh, um, the budget is, is, is not an issue um, because you'll understand that uh, I think with Kush uh, Zeki, I think it was on six six million rand uh, annually, and uh, his predecessor uh, Stuart Baxter was said to be on eight million uh, rands annually. So uh, for someone like a um, coach, in fact, for someone like uh, Carlos Quiroz. Uh, two years ago, was reported to be on two million, just over two million rand a month uh, in Iran. So it will be interesting uh, on maybe how much we'll be getting. Even though, remember, when you get a coach who's out of contract or who was not doing anything uh, compared to a coach who was committed elsewhere, and there's different kinds of uh, negotiations and that that you'll end up at there. And what happened to a certain Benny McCarthy that was said to be leading this race? You, 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 you I think you're, you're asking a very interesting question uh, because uh, the other week, uh, remember there was even talk, uh, there was even a story that uh, the Safa Hiraki will be going to 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 Cairo to go and negotiate yes, uh, with yes. Coach Pizzo. And if uh, a coach Peter's uh, deal doesn't work, uh, then the second choice is Benny McCarthy. But clearly, as I'm saying to you, um, whoever inside the technical committee was leading charge for a local coach, uh, they didn't win that battle. And Valila, you also asked Dr. Denny Jordan about accountability. Just in a minute, what did you make of his answer? No, he was not clear. He was not clear because my question was more around the issue of the calls for him to step down um, f- following the the non-qualification. But uh, uh, Dr. Don felt that um, the people who met him most, according to him, the regions, um, as you heard, that he, he says the regions feel that he's doing well and also the regions are doing well. So, so that was the issue. And also he said, he did say that... Um, when it comes to the national team, when the national team performs and they do well, it's the players who get the credit. Uh, but when, when they don't do well, it's the it's the coach and the president uh, who, must, who must face the music. But I think one issue that I had was um, the excuse of COVID-19 and not getting our best players. And uh, to use the excuse why we didn't qualify, then the automatic question then becomes, then why did you fire the coach? 
Yeah. Okay, that's the big question that we've also been asking. But let's leave it there for the sake of time, Velele. Thanks for the update. Hopefully people can follow your channel also and you can put that interview up if it's possible, but you let us know on the social media because it's a much longer interview. And in breaking news, as actually mentioned by Kelvin Watt, our first guest about the European Super League, we are seeing reports now that Chelsea have pulled out of the European Super League. How's that? Just... Two days after announcing that they were part of the Super League, Chelsea are now pulling out. It's being covered by all uh, the UK, BBC and all of them have that story. We await official confirmation from the club.